Hello, welcome to Why Not Me. In life, we face many trials and obstacles, many challenges, and in the thick of it, we can be tempted to think, why me? But every obstacle presents an opportunity and every trial can bring triumph. So I want to encourage you to adapt a mindset of, why not me? When, when in the middle of it, when things are tough, look around and think, why not me? It's, it's happening for a purpose. And then when success is at your doorstep and all you have to do is open it, you may find yourself hesitating, questioning, is this for me? Do I deserve this? And I wanna encourage you to adapt a mindset of why not me? Throw the door open wide, shout to the world, why not me? Embrace your success. I'm your coach, Todd Halls. I'm grateful to have you on this journey. Welcome to Why Not Me. Hello, hello, welcome everybody to Why Not Me? Turning trials into triumphs, seeking and embracing success. I'm your host, Coach Todd Halls, and I'm super excited to be here today and very glad to have you with us and very excited for our guest. Mark Lewicka is joining us today. He, Mark has been a friend for a number of years. We actually graduated high school together uh, back in 1989 and uh, really had zero contact after that until we met at CrossFit Grow in 2013. And and since then, uh, I have been blessed to call, to call Mark a friend. And um, yeah, Mark is a, he's a friend, he's a husband, he's a dad, he's an entrepreneur, he's a Christ follower, and just uh, just a tremendous guy. So I'm excited uh, for the wisdom and, and what he brings to the conversation today. So with that, Mark, Please, anything you'd like to add? Uh, I don't. If anything I add is going to bring that one down, man, that was a pretty good. <laughs> that's a pretty good intro. But no, that um, that's that's a summary. Uh, that's that's where that's kind of uh, how we got to know each other. How we um, kind of what, a little bit about what our history is. Yeah. So obviously, folks don't know this, but I'm just going to share that this is this is our I think our fourth or fifth attempt for sure the third day of us attempting to uh, record this, to you know, to have this conversation. We we started on Wednesday and ran into some internet, uh, some technical issues. We uh, re regrouped yesterday and tried several different methods. And then, um, and here we are today. Um, so uh, I think it speaks to, to tenacity and perseverance. What do you think? Something, I, I don't know, something resonates or rings a bell with me turning trials into triumphs does that sound familiar <laughs> it does it, <laughs> it does sound familiar yeah that's funny just another life challenge but it's been uh, provided a good chance for us to get caught up too which is which is great no i'm i'm honored to, that you asked me i'm, I'm flattered honestly because i don't think of myself very very frequently as somebody who um this isn't. This isn't really my. I'm not super comfortable doing this. It's. I, I'm an introvert by by nature, and and for me to kind of step out of my box a little bit and tell people about you know a little bit about my story and in hopes that it is in some way an entertaining story and somewhat inspiring is is uh, it's a good challenge for me. So I'm again grateful and uh, thankful for the opportunity. Cool. Glad, yeah. Cool. Uh, would really you know as, as I think about you and. Um, in, in what I know of your journey, um, would really like to know about your um, you're jumping into entrepreneurship because you haven't uh, you haven't always maybe you've always had an entrepreneurial spirit, uh, but you haven't always been uh, I would say active an active entrepreneur like you have in the last uh, several years. 
How did that all happen? When when do you think you first had, got bit by the entrepreneurial bug? Yeah, that's that that's that's a good way to tie into you know kind of your your theme and um, you know and bringing up uh, get, getting onto the subject and getting onto the matter that I think is at the heart of what your what your podcast is. But just a, a real quick background: I am um, uh, my wife and I have been married about twenty five. Gosh, I'm supposed to know that twenty five and a half years. Um, we have three amazing uh, children that God has blessed us with. And, um, people understanding that we, uh, you know, have, have met previously in this, maybe in this area, but we live in central Minnesota and that's where I, I grew up. Um, and that's also where my wife grew up and she, uh, my wife, Amy became an orthopedic surgeon about, oh, 2008 was when she finished her residency. And that's when we moved to the, to the Brainerd Lakes area. And for those of you, just to bring you up to speed quick, cause it, it does play a little bit into my story. The Brainerd Lakes area is in central Minnesota and it's kind of a, Oh, sort of a vacation land, a recreation land of spots. But we, of course, call it God's country because it is gorgeous. There's woods, uh, there's agriculture, there's lakes, um, you know, there's cities. So it, it's got a good offering. And we knew that that's the type of setting that we wanted to raise a family in. And um, we consider ourselves very blessed to do that. But my wife, as I had indicated, um, you know, uh, taking the path of an orthopedic surgeon, um, you know, is, is quite honestly, you know, the provider of our family. And, you know, when I quit my job years ago when she was in residency and once we began a family, um, I was recognizing, okay, kind of accepting of the role that I'm, I'm the stay-at-home dad and that's my job. And I, I always say that I was not the best person for the job, but I kept saying that I was the best available person for the job. <laughs> so I, I learned a lot, uh, boy, as any, as any parent does, but it certainly wasn't anything I, you know, dreamt of of doing when I was a kid. Um, but yet now where I am with my kids being, you know, all high schoolers now, um, I wouldn't trade it for the world. I know that sounds cliched, but, um, I, you know, when you're, when you become a parent, you think that you got a lot to teach your kids, but you never realize that your kids end up teaching you way more than you have to offer them, it seems. But, um, mm. but when I was staying at home, there was certainly a, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm not a great, caretaker nurturer i could make some food i can i can take care of laundry i can do all that stuff i can run kids to their soccer games and practices and and all that but there was a little bit of a void and i, I think i felt this kind of a know, calling it, it always seemed like to me that it would be satisfying to start and create something i didn't know what that was and the business you know for that to be a business i don't know that that entered my mind until you know until more recently when the idea of of starting the business that i'm currently doing, you know, entered, entered, uh, entered in my mind. So, um, it was ultimately the, it was, I guess I don't want to, it was, maybe it was maybe a void, but there was a need to, to kind of challenge myself, um, and to create, to create something that to me would be, I would be proud of. I would want to work at, I needed flexibility, uh, in what I was doing because I was still the, the one who was, you know, again, um, doing a lot of the, you know, the running around for the, for the kids sake um, before, before they could drive. So mm -hmm. that's, um, that's kind of how the entrepreneurial thing started. And then um, ultimately uh, where I am now, um, having opened uh, Roundhouse Brewery uh, in April of 2016. So we actually just celebrated our business's fifth, uh, fifth anniversary. Hey, congratulations. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, so Roundhouse Brewery, why, 
My beer. My beer, indeed. <laughs> uh, you know, my answer to that is why not? <laughs> so it's, uh, I, I have always, I have always had an appreciation for beer. Um, it was, uh, I, I did study some German in college, um, and I did some uh, uh, study and travel abroad. And I kind of learned the culture and got my cut my teeth on, on beer, um, you know, with uh, with sort of over in the over in the fatherland, and it was something that I just really enjoyed and embraced. Um, that kind of got me into home brewing, so I kind of uh, understood the process of that. And you know, fast forward then a few years, back in two thousand and fourteen, I had started a conversation. I had just kind of casually run into a an acquaintance from, from years past uh, in the area. And he was sort of enjoying uh, an early retirement and I was kind of looking for something to do. And we started having a cup of coffee uh, every week as we started to brainstorm, Hey, you like beer and I like beer. And there's definitely room in the market uh, for a brewery and craft breweries were certainly on the rise at the time. And basically what started as a weekly cup of coffee, uh, grew into what we have today and um it's been a it's been a great ride cool so what has been so five years in that, that five years is such a huge milestone what what yeah. what have been the challenges or, or you know if you think of one thing that's really kind of been a challenge during the journey what would it be boy to cite to cite one thing it, it was a challenge <laughs> of itself but i would say that um you know, balance is always, is always hard. I mean, balance just within my life, um, you know, like any entrepreneur, anybody who is, you know, you need to be an entrepreneur to appreciate balance, but just anybody who tries to handle and, and juggle several things in their life, whether it's, you know, their faith, their family, their hobby, their fitness, um, you know, whatever it is, it's striking that balance. And to me, my family has, has always come, come first. And mm -hmm. that's been, been my role is to, 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 to be there for them. And I certainly realized that in doing what I, in, in starting this business, um, that, that, that was going to, that was going to suffer a little bit. You know, there was, there's some sacrifice to be made. I am, yeah, I need sleep. So <laughs> I know there's a lot of people out there who don't need a lot of sleep and ultimately that's what gives. I, I'm not that person. I need, I need a fair amount of sleep. So the point to that is it, something has to give when you, when you take on something else. Um, and I knew that it was going to be my time, but I still felt that I could focus and give quality time to my family and still balance, um, you know, starting the business. Um, but that's pro balance has probably been the biggest challenge. And then I, th I think I still strive to finding that because I, I don't know that I'll ever completely get there, but I think I've reached a point where I am at least very comfortable with where I'm at. Yeah. Balance is something it, it, it's a, it comes up fairly frequently in conversations that I have with, with different people. And yeah. um, we're all, I think we all want balance. I think it's elusive. And I've started calling it harmony because we go through seasons of life where, where some things are just going to take up more, more time, more effort. Um, and, and I, you know, what, the picture that comes to mind is actually a lever. If you can imagine and the, the fulcrum point, right. The, the point where yeah. it rests on, on whatever it is. And sometimes that, that lever on one side could be really long, and maybe that's your business at the time, and it's taken taken up a lot of your bandwidth. Um, yeah. But the, the other side, even though it's shorter, maybe your family's you know not getting as much time. But I think if you can keep 
enough weight on that side, even even though the it may not be getting as much of it, if the weight is there, you somehow still have a sense of balance because the you don't you don't lose the emphasis. You still does that make sense? I'm yeah, trying to d- describe a picture where it's it doesn't look like it's it's in balance, but there's some kind of harmony and, and evening out because of the the weight you put on the one side. Yeah, I that's a I haven't heard that analogy. That's a great one. And what I what I really like about that is the balance part of it, or the harm as you bring it up, the harmony part of it. Um, lends it I, I think that makes me think a little bit more of the fact that it's it's never you don't you don't reach balance you don't reach harmony it's constantly in flux and so you do need to be able to adjust and the concept of harmony i think uh allows for that that you are constantly adjusting as as things do change as seasons change you know there's there's more or less demands at certain times on your work there's more or less demands at time on your family um Sometimes you've got limitations. You know, I love to I love to go for go to be outside and and spend time hunting. Well, the hunting season's short, so when the hunting season happens, I you know maybe spend a little more time there and a little less time doing something else. But it's always in flux. That's a good point. Yeah. So as you as as you jumped, you know, speaking of the family and in flux, as you jumped into this entrepreneurial journey, how did how did your family, how did, you, how did your children react, you, know, you being there pretty much all the time, to not as much? They, man, my family, I probably get, will be all canonized saints someday, but um, my kids, <laughs> you know, the kids were young enough that I think they maybe, I think they grasped it, but, you know, obviously my wife grasped it at a different level. Um, the kids are like, oh, cool, dad's dad's doing something now he's 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 doing something outside of the house he's working and they were they've always been very very supportive and you know there'd be times too that uh we'd need a little extra help at the at the brewery yeah believe it or not kids can come in and you know paint picnic tables or help on a on a canning run and things like that so um they've certainly embraced it and been supportive my wife i mean immensely supportive um she she's realized, you know, and I hate the cliche, especially nowadays, we've, we've heard the term too often, but our, our family did when I started working, our family adjusted to a new normal. Um, hmm. you know, our, our time together is precious and we live in a lakes area. We like boating and her schedule is pretty demanding. And there would be times, you know, before work or, you know, before around us, I should say that, uh, you know, she'd get done a little bit early, you know, it's surgery schedule went fast or somebody canceled and she's got an afternoon and she's like, Hey, let's go on the boat. And, you know, we did, aren't able to do that as much anymore. Um, so those were the types of things that, uh, you know, even though that's something that we certainly enjoyed that, you know, she never complained about. And, you know, by, by virtue of not complaining, it's about something like that. You're, you're being supportive and she has been, um, you know, my rock through all of this. Uh, that's awesome. Isn't it? Isn't it? I don't know. Just God's wisdom. He puts us, he puts us with the right, with the right people that <laughs> somehow put up with us. <laughs> yes. Hmm. So, um, you've got all three kids in high school. Um, what, you know, do we, are you seeing the entrepreneurial bug passed down anywhere? I haven't, you know, each of my kids, they've got their own interests and their own personalities. Now, I don't know that I've seen it directly or not, not entrepreneurship per se. They both, they, all three of them have their own versions of their, um, I guess I'd call it creativity. And I think from, 
creativity and imagination, I think, is kind of where entrepreneurship starts from. I mean, you mm-hmm. got to have, you know, every, the entrepreneurship starts with an idea. And then, it, and then from there, it kind of evolves into, okay, now, now this isn't just an idea, but it's a little bit more of, hey, I, I could do that. And, and with that, you know, you, you might start taking steps or, you know, you start, you know, going through a process. So they all definitely have, um, they're all hard workers. They all like goals. They all like working towards goals and they're not afraid to establish a goal. It might be a little bit out of, out of reach or, or hard to reach. And I think those are characteristics that they all, that they all have and whether or how they channel that, you know, will determine ultimately, um, you know, their path in life. But, uh, to, yeah, I, I guess at this point, it's hard to say. I, I don't think I see anybody right now saying, Hey, I want to start a business or start a franchise, but they've all definitely, they've all got what it takes. I mean, honestly, I mean, I think most people, even though it might be more dormant in some than others, but I think most people have the potential of entrepreneurship. Um, it's just a matter of, are you willing to, are you willing to work at it? Yeah, uh, you mentioned uh, creativity and imagination, and tying into what you just said that you know, most people have have this. I think um, I, I think you're right. I think it comes down to that creativity, and um, it's one of the things that I think entrepreneurship it, it begins with that with you know a creative idea to do something to improve something to to change something, um, and I wonder sometimes if we're if, if creativity is being stifled. I don't know if that's the right word. Um, uh, just in in general, if if um, and and you know we're on we're on technology now, for instance, and it's it's working. You know, we didn't have to get super creative to to do this. Um, but yeah. I wonder, you know, when I think of my son who's fourteen and he spends a lot of time, uh, a fair amount of time on uh, on technology on on his phone, and yeah. I, I wonder if that's not actually uh, like. He doesn't have to use his imagination a lot to get creative, to go do something, to have fun, to keep from being, shall we say, bored. Um, mm-hmm. So what are your thoughts on that? Do you, do you, do you, is, is creativity starting to diminish just, just due to the ease of everything around us? I I think it would be really hard to argue that it's not. I mean, it seems like there is, you know, very compelling evidence in just about any anywhere that you look. Um that 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 would be the case. I mean, just with the ad, advent of technology and with the, the continuing evolution of it, um, it is it, it does in so many ways make our lives easier. And it would stand to reason that in making your life easier, you're less in some ways you're working. You, you're, you're quite possibly working less towards something because technology is making your life easier. So you're it's simplifying many processes. But I'd also argue, and I try to be. <laughs> In trying to be optimistic with that mindset, maybe it's maybe I'd like to think it's shifting, you know, mm. where the work that's being done um, now more so, let's just say by computers, for example, or through technology, um, you're maybe we're work we're working more with our brains nowadays and a little bit less with our with our bodies, um, but maybe again, I think maybe I'm just being cautiously optimistic that. There's still hope out there that people can and will continue to, um, you know, to, to exercise those that creativity and to embrace it, and then to figure out a way to kind of approach it, tackle it, conquer it, and and move on. 
you bring up a great point about maybe the the nature of the creativity is just is changing. Um, and, and you know, I asked the question truly really just because I don't, I don't, I don't know. I know that, um, you know, I know that we were made in the image of the Creator, right? So if we're made mm-hmm. in in His image, we're we're, we're by nature creators. We're, we're creative. Uh, we're creative species. So, yes. Um, so it's hard to think that it's you know it's just going to go away. That it can be can be stifled. Um, yeah. But you bring up a good point. Like maybe maybe it's just maybe it's different. Like everything else, it's just shifted a little bit into uh, different different ways. So yeah, hmm. I think that you know it, it, this kind of does. I had this thought a, a minute ago when you were asking previous question. But I think about one of the when when you when you embrace entrepreneurship and you know this is what I'm doing. I think I think it was I think what and I, I'm, I'm going to reference back to my own personal you know experience. Um, we really had that when we started this, the business, the brewery, we really had an idea of what we wanted it to be. And I think that's crucial because that's, that's your starting point. Let's, you know, let's set some little goals. Let's, we've got a vision. Let's work towards that. But honestly, I think one of the things that has helped sustain us and keep us successful is that openness and willingness to change. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think that's just so largely because of the fact that you don't, there's so many things you don't have control of. And if you're not able to, to pivot, if you're not able to improvise, um, and you, you, you kind of have the, it's my way or the highway approach. I think you're really missing out. I think you're missing out on, uh, on opportunities. And again, back to the theme of your, of your podcast, that's, you know, turning, turning challenges, uh, into wins and victories. I mean, that's, those are opportunities. And, when in using it or in exercising that, that creativity, I think it's, I think that's crucial to be able to be open to ideas, at least hear it out, process it, you know, digest it, take some time, analyze it. You might come back to it and say, nope, not for me. Uh, or you might come back to it and say, hey, that's actually a great idea. What if we did this and then did this little spin on it? Um, so the creativity component, I think it's, and again, I'm trying to be optimistic with this whole thing. I think it's always going to be there. I think it's probably just shifting all the time. Yeah, you, you mentioned a couple of times you're trying to be optimistic. Uh, stay that man. <laughs> it's got hard for me. You yeah, know me. I'll be always optimistic because it's things get, things get pretty gloomy when when we're not. Um, right. So you know, you, you talked about an entrepreneurship and and you know um, being willing to adapt. But isn't that? I mean, for for that, that's a there's a lesson there for everybody, and and it's one of the things we uh, tell Orion. You know, it, you it's how you react to it. Um, and so after after our adventures the last couple of days with trying to get this to work, um, yeah. you know, it's the power. I, I've got some notes here because I'm going to put together uh, some sort of a, a presentation. On it. But the power of your thoughts, like we we could, you know, how do you, when things go wrong, how do you react? And if instead of saying that, you say that, well when things go in a different direction, because automatically, if you say things have gone wrong, you yeah. just set yourself up for, for some mental blockage. But if you can say, you know, things went in a different direction, it, it suddenly you just think, okay, then we need to just uh, maybe have a different plan. And, mm-hmm. and then also, how do you react? Well, what if you just say, how do you, how do you act instead of react? And anyhow, yeah. whether, whether in entrepreneurship or just, or, or in, you know, in life and in, in whatever it may be, um, you gotta. You just have to be willing to to choose 
choose your your thoughts and how you will act when things maybe go a different direction than what you've anticipated because there's so many variables that we 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 don't control we're just not in control yeah yeah a big component and maybe this is a decent time i don't don't want to take up too much but it's a good story that might be relevant but um you know one component of this whole thing is to make it's it's really who who are you surrounding yourself with and and what's what's your team who who are you with and i'm I am in no way, and I could never say that I, this is my thing. This is not my thing. This has been uh, a, an effort from a lot of people who have really brought this thing together and made it work. Um, and surrounding yourself with good people, um, getting the right people in the right seat on the bus is is huge as well. But a, a real quick uh, sort of an example, I think, that might resonate with some people is, uh, you know, in, in 2019, so right when... Mm-hmm. Uh, COVID, March 17th was when we got shut down at the at, at our brewery. And for those of you, um, just to give a quick background, we opened in, in downtown Brainerd in a 150-year-old rail yard. So we were in this historic property. You know, we've got old 150-year-old brick. We've got a super surrounding. We had about um, 4,200 square feet in our tap room and production area. And our lease was coming to an end. And through a lot of examination, our 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 vision of what we wanted to do with our business didn't really line up with the vision of our, of our landlord. Mm -hmm. So it was really time to do some soul searching. It's like, we could stay here and we could just kind of keep plugging along. And this is, but, but really this is, we were kind of maxed out. This is as big as this is going to get. So in the middle of a, you know, right at the beginning of a, of a pandemic and in the middle of a, of an economic recession, why, why wouldn't you just, take a giant leap and, and, and move from what's comfortable into something that into the unknown. Um, so we had an opportunity again. Um, there was a, a brewery that uh, was in a little bit of a different market. We moved about 15 miles away um, into a new building, uh, a new building to us, but a building that was at one time another brewery that had since uh, it, it, that had closed its doors in 2018. Um, so we looked at that building as an opportunity because we kind of needed a quick, a quick answer. We couldn't just start new construction. So longer story short, um, we, we moved and we moved into a building. We bought a building. There was equipment space in there. And what we've been able to do since we opened uh, in the new location last August is diversify and expand. I mean, we, we, we took what was just a brewery that offered, you know, pints of beer and we had a, a relatively healthy you know, distribution network. So we were in the local area in, in cans and, and on tap and bars and restaurants. And um, we've grown that system. So now we can produce three times what we were able to produce. We've got a huge outdoor patio and a stage. It's ultimately a concert venue. Um, we've added uh, an axe throwing room, which has become real popular. We're adding an event center and a kitchen as well. So now we've taken what we, we've accomplished, what we really kind of wanted to do. We've created its it's now, it's sort of a destination. It's a recreation spot and you, you're able to, people are able to, to do far more than, I don't want to say just sit down and have a pint because that's really important too, but um, we can appeal to a larger crowd and we've, we've gained, you know, we've gained a couple different revenue streams. So again, turning, turning challenge into opportunity. And it was, this one hit us in the face. It was so obvious, you know, now that we're here, but at the time, we were all kind of biting our nails, like, are we really doing this? <laughs> well, and what a what a what a great example of you know, your um, 
you're kind of up against the wall with the existing lease and what's going to happen. You know, what, what do you do? And, and then, uh, that's, you just described a pretty, a pretty significant step at a time when, um, when a lot of other people were kind of tucking, tucking, you know, like shoring things up and tucking under. So, uh, what a, what an amazing testament to just, just to, you know what, sometimes you take that step, that leap of faith. And yeah. if you, with the right people around you, um, and, and, everybody understanding the vision, you just, you carry it through. So that's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. It's been, and, and it's, it's been a crazy ride, but it's been a good ride. And even though we moved and then had to shut down and experience a Minnesota winter, which, you know, there's just typically not as many beer drinkers out and about when it's uh 20 below out, but there, there's a few, there's a few hardy ones, but uh, yeah, it's been so far on the books. It's been, it's been a great move and a great decision. So we're excited about that and, you know, open to what's next. Yeah, and so what is next? Oh well, I you know I think the vision, you know the vision, the the five year plan, and we have kind of sat down as a team, as our management team, and we've laid out some goals for some growth. You know, obviously we've got we've got some revenue goals, we've got some some volume goals, and I say volume, I, I talk in terms of beer as far as how much beer we produce and then move through the doors, um, mm-hmm. and. Um, and, and so we, we plan to further develop and enhance um, the location that we're at. There's some touch-ups that need to happen. And so those are going to be, those are going to be kind of on the radar for the next, you know, uh, three to five years. Cool. So if somebody, well, well first, um, if, as a, as a business owner, as a, as a parent, as a husband, as a, um, as a Christ follower, like if you were to leave our our guests with some imparting wisdom, or even even a thoughtful question that you would want people to ponder, um, or or words of encouragement, what would you what would you throw out there? Um, well, words of encouragement, uh, a final a final thought, a closing closing thought. I. It's uh, there's so much of them are just cliches, but but they are if they're cliches because for a reason, right? Because they resonate with they, with people and that's they have value. But but boy, don't don't be afraid. Uh, I mean, be open minded. It's you don't you don't know what the future is going to hold. Um, I, I am as you said, I am a I'm a man of faith. I I believe um, largely that I am where I am through God's blessings and graces and, and divine inter- intervention. I'm, I, I put a lot to prayer, honestly. And that's, that's, uh, it sustains me. It, it gives me energy. It, you know, it, it brings me, um, it kind of brings me some guidance. And, you know, I, I think a lot of people will, uh, some people can get the impression that, you know, that their prayer or their reflection time can be, like they're waiting for a really obvious sign. Um, sometimes the signs are obvious. Sometimes they're not. Um, and you know what? What we thought, you know, and when I look back, you know, in hindsight, you, all this is much clearer. But when I do look back at, <laughs> at what's what's happened to me at the time, I sure didn't think it was a, a loud uh, signal. But now it's like, yeah, that was pretty much God smacking me in the face, saying, um, "I think this one's right in front of you, Mark." <laughs> so. Uh, be open uh, is is really I think the mantra that's helped keep me positive and helped keep me um, moving the right direction and 
part of that being a big part of that being open is to 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 surround yourself with the right people because there's an openness that comes with that i am as i've said i'm an introvert i'm not super good at doing this type of stuff and and talking with people all the time but when when i can sit down and have a conversation with someone and get some ideas and um jot them down on a napkin and pretty soon accept the fact that you know what i think i think i could work with this person and um and my business partner dan has been um you know a great a great example a great role model um for me and we bring a good balance we, we work we balance each other out we work together really well so being open because we're never certain about what the next step is going to be. Perfect. I can't, uh, yeah, I can't think of a better way to, to wrap this up. Thank you for that, for the wisdom. Um, if somebody, if you know, our listeners want to get to know you better or find out more about Roundhouse Brewery, where do we, where do we find you? What, where do we find you on social media, online? Where, where, do, we, where do we find you? Oh, guys? sure. Yeah. Yeah. We are, um, we're on the web at roundhousebrew.com. You'll get a, a snapshot or at least a look into our um, our story, our, our location, our products. And that website is constantly being upgraded and developed as our as our businesses. I've, I've mentioned a bunch of different uh, components of us branching out, and some of those are still in the works. So we're hoping in the next uh, two months that um, most of that stuff will be finalized. Um, but we are, uh, yeah, we are also on, you can go, uh, Google, or you can look up Roundhouse Brewery on, on Facebook. We are on Instagram as well. And... Um, can usually get some awesome fun and entertaining uh, nuggets in there. And um, that's how, you know, yeah, that's how we, we put ourselves out there on the web and on social media. Cool. Thanks so much, Mark. Seriously. Thank you so much for the gift of your time, uh, especially for me personally. Thank you for your friendship. Um, it, yeah. It goes it, both I ways. Just, uh, yeah. I, I truly value you. Um, so thanks for being on here today. Listeners, please go, go check out Roundhouse Brewery. Um, follow them on Instagram, see, see what they're up to. Um, yeah, with that, until next time, uh, wherever you are, uh, I hope you uh, check back in with us. Please, if you would, um, leave, leave us some comments. Give us five stars on the episode. Appreciate that so much. Remember, folks, whatever you're dreaming of, whatever huge aspirations you have, remember, you can. I believe in you. Peace to you all. Well, thank you so much for listening. For even more on turning trials into triumphs and seeking and embracing success, go to toddhalls.life. That's toddhalls.life. And I look forward to serving you. Until next time, be strong, be bold, be humble, stay healthy, stay hopeful. Peace to you.